Hey, this is Pastor Stephen, lead pastor of Jesus is Alive CMNB. Thank you so much for checking out our podcast. We really hope that today's teaching encourages you, inspires you, and empowers you to follow Jesus like never before. Let's go check out today's message. Uh, of all the topics that we've had, uh, na, na ating tatalakayan for the next few weeks, I am excited, actually beyond excited, because uh, I thought na marami, marami na akong alam regard, with regards to uh, what Jesus Christ has done, but uh, in my study, I've learned na marami pa pala tayong dapat pang malaman patungko sa sakripisya ng ating Panginoon. Amen? That Old Testament is given to us. We're gonna talk about a lot of Old Testaments in the next few weeks. That Old Testament is given to us. It's a real event. It's a real character. But all of them are pointing to Jesus Christ. Amen? Are you ready? Amen? Ang topic po natin for this afternoon is entitled, The Power of the Blood. Pwede nyo bang i-confess, i-prophesy, i-declare, sabihin sa maraming tao na pwede nyo sabihin. As many people as you can, lahat ng abot ninyo, lahat ng tanong ninyo, sabihin mo, there's power in the blood of Jesus. Amen? There's power in the blood of Jesus. Amen. <clears throat> Praise the Lord. There's power in the blood of Jesus. Sa Matthew chapter 22, there's a story kung saan may isang lawyer na lumapit kay Jesus. From his profession, we can easily tell na itong taong ito is a law-abiding citizen. In fact, he, he defends the law. He's a lawyer by profession. And then he asked Jesus a one question. What is the greatest commandment of them all? Sabi ng 35, 22, Matthew 22, 35. Then one of them, a lawyer, Ask Jesus a question to test Jesus. Okay? Sabi niya, Teacher, which is the great commandment in the law? Now, on a context of a Hebrew, of a Jew, which is a guy following more than 600 commandments. Amen? A law-abiding citizen, this is a valid question. Kasi gusto niyang malaman, of all these 630, so to speak, commandments, ano nga ba ang pinakamataas? at pinakamahalaga sa lahat ng commandment na ito. And then Jesus answered and said to him, verse 37, <clears throat> Jesus said to him, You shall love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul, and with all your mind. This is the first and great commandment, and the second is like it. You shall love, verse 39, You shall love the Lord, you shall love your neighbor as yourself. Verse 39, You should love your neighbor as yourself. Kung mapapansin yung mga kapatid, Ang tanong ng lawyer, of all these commandments, ano ang greater? Pero kung mapapansin nyo, hindi sinagot ni Jesus ang kanyang tanong. Because these two commandments is not yet given to them. Ibig sabihin, walang ganyang commandment. Kasi kapag tinanong mo kung anong mas greatest, let's say for example, tinanong mo ang katabi mo, sa dalaw- tanongin ko kayo, sa dalawang katabi nyo, sino mas maganda? Okay? O sino ang mas gwapo? Hindi mo pwedeng sabihin yung nasa likod mo kasi ang choices mo, yung dalawa lang nakatabi mo, agree. So, ang tinatanong lang lawyer dito, of all these commandments that I've kept, of all these commandments that I've tried to follow, which of them is the greatest of them all? And then, nasagot ni Jesus sa kanya, you should love your God with all your heart, with all your soul. And then, number two, you should love your neighbor as yourself. And in the context of being a lawyer and a Jew, pwede niya sabihin, teka lang, Lord, wala yan sa sinusunod namin, ah. 
Hindi yan kasama dun sa commandment na sinusunod namin. Ibig bang sabihin, Lord, nagdadagdag ka ulit ng dalawa pa dun sa 600? Nagdadagdag ka pa ng dalawa pang commandment? Amen? At kung mababasin nyo rito, mga kapatid, hindi sinagot ni Jesus ang tanong ng lalaki nito because he's trying, Jesus was trying to impress to him na it's not about the commandment, but it's all about the intention of the command and the intention of the commander. Yung nag-uutos nito. Uh, let's say, for example, no ako'y bata pa, lagi kong kinukwento sa inyo to, na pinapatulog kami sa tanghali, katulad ng mga normal na bata. E naaminin ko sa inyo, bilang isang bata na pinapatulog ng tanghali, pinepeke natin yung pagtulog natin. Minsan, kukusutin mo yung mata mo para mamula, para sa... Ah. Ano sa mga porter? Grabe, hindi ko, naka, hindi ko na malayan. Ang bilisang oras, nakatulog ako. Pinepeke mo. Kasi ayaw mo na maparusahan ka dahil hindi mo ginagawa yung utos ng magulang mo. Pero habang lumalaki ka at habang tumatanda ka, nare-realize mo, mapapansin nyo, kung ang mga bata ayaw matulog sa tanghali, ang mga matatanda gustong tulog ng tanghali. Amen? Then, marirealize mo nung nag-mature ka na, na ah, hindi pala yung utos ang talagang gustong sabihin sa akin ng magulang ko, kundi yung intention niya na kaya niya yung sinabi sa akin kasi gusto niyang mapabuti ako kasi mahal niya ako. Amen? And, and alam niyo, mga Pharisees and, and this kind of lawyer, masyado silang masunurin sa Lord. Masyado silang masunurin sa law o sa batas to the point na nakalimutan na nilang maging mapagmahal, kakasunod nila sa batas na kailangan sundin na ang kitongin ay kailangan 6 meters away from me, you can, I cannot touch you because I will be unclean, to the point na gusto nilang sundin yung law na yan, isa sa mga law nila yan, to the point na ayaw na nilang mahalin ang taong may ketong. Ang gusto may paunawa sa kanilang Panginoong Yesus na God can violate commandment based on this very important commandment. What is that? To love God and to love people. Amen? Kasi mga kapatid, alam nyo, ang Ten Commandments, for example, may loophole yan eh. Minsan may nagtanong sa akin nung ako'y binata pa, bakit wala sa Ten Commandments ang thou shall not rape? Aha. So ibig ko sabihin nung pwede na ako mang-rape. There's a loophole, so to speak. Kaya nung binigay to ng Lord na sabi niya, there's two commandments, love your God and love your people, or love people, love your neighbor, may mga nagsasabi na, ah, yung sampu, pinasimple ni Jesus, ginawa niya nalang dalawa. Now, in my observation, paningin ko lang ho, hindi siya pinasimple. Pinahirap. Kasi lahat ng loophole sa Ten Commandments, kinover ng dalawang command na ito. To love God and to love people. Kasi posible na ang isang lalaki ay hindi nangangalunya, pero hindi niya na mahal ang kanyang asawa. Oo nga, hindi ka nangangalunya, pero hindi ibig sabihin nun, mahal mo ang asawa mo. Possible ba na ang isang lalaki, hindi nga nangangalunya, pero hindi niya naman mahal ang asawa niya? Possible. Marami dyan na hindi lang nangangalunya kasi wala lang opportunity. Wala lang nangaakit. At wala lang pera. They agree. Amen. Pero anong bagong utos ng Panginoon? Love your neighbor. That means what? Amen. Kung mahal mo ang tao, you don't commit adultery. You don't steal. You honor your parents. It covers everything. And, it make, and Jesus makes it very, 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 very difficult for us. Para masabi natin, Lord, hindi ko pala kayang maging righteous sa harap mo, kaya kailangan kita. Kailangan ko ng tagapagligtas na ating Diyos. Sino rito nangangailangan ng tagapagligtas? At salamat sa ating Panginoong Yesus, dahil sa pamamagitan ng Kanyang grace, say grace. Ano ang grace of God, which is undeserved favor? The grace of God puts the best and the worst of us on equal footing.
Amen? Sa pamamagitan ng grace ng Lord, ang pinaka-best sa atin at pinaka-worst sa atin naging pantay-pantay sa harapan ng Panginoon. Wow! Amen? Because now, through Jesus, there's a new and living way. Sa Old Testament, you cannot come to G- you cannot come to God. If you come to God, you will die. Pero in the New Testament, if you come to Jesus, you will live. There's a new and living way. Wala na yung old and dying way. <laughs> Meron na ngayong new and living way because of the grace of our God. Amen. Na now because of Jesus, hindi na puro trials, may triumphs din sa buhay natin. Hindi lang puro trials, may trials, may tagumpay, sapagkat ang tagumpay natin na hindi sa pamamagitan ng ating tagumpay, kundi sa pamamagitan ng tagumpay ni Kristo sa krus ng Kalbaryo. At sa pamamagitan, sabi ng Bible, when He was crucified at the cross, uh, they want to make sure that Jesus is really died. Patay na talaga si Jesus. Gusto nila makasiguro. Kaya sabi ng Bible, sinibat si, si, Lord, si Jesus sa tagiliran, at sabi ng Bible, the blood and the water, since tumama sa capillaries ng heart, Yung blood and water mixed together at nashed lahat ng yun, not one single drop of blood left. Just to remind us that what, not one single drop of sin left unforgiven by our God. Amen? Ibig sabihin mga kapatid, mamaya babasahin natin sa Hebrews 9 kasi ang sabi ng Bible, without the shedding of the blood, there's no forgiveness of sin. Kung hindi shined ni Jesus ang kanyang dugo, walang kapatawaran ng ating mga kasalaman. Pero salamat na lang sa krus ng Kalbaryo na shed ang kanyang dugo, therefore, our sins are forgiven. Amen? Amen? I want to uh, talk to you about a, uh, 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 a story. Uh, uh, nag-institute ang Panginoon na tinatawag, nila, na tinatawag na Passover celebration. Let's say that, Passover. Itong Passover celebration na ito, up to, up to this day, 2016, they are celebrating it every year. Kasi ito yung time kung saan Pinalaya ang mga Israelites mula sa pagkaalipin ng Ehipto patungo sa Promised Land. Ito yung same night kung saan lumabas sila ng Egypt at nagbago ang kanilang statue, estado, from slave to now to save. Amen? At sabi ng Bible, sila ay nakalaya overnight. Can you imagine? 430 years of being a slave, overnight nabago ang kanilang estado at sila ngayon ay malaya na. And yet, this is really practical in our lives, mga kapatid, na I don't care really how many years have, have you been struggling with that same problem over and over again? Paikot-ikot lang. Y- y- yung life mo is just to get by. Makasurvive lang, okay na. Not really to thrive. Just to survive, okay ka na. Paikot-ikot lang ang buhay. Like, you know, with, with God, nothing is impossible. Amen? I say that again. With God, nothing is impossible. That even though you've been struggling with that situations over and over again, overnight, God can change that. Overnight, God can change it. Sabi ng Exodus chapter 12, verse 1. Now the Lord spoke to Moses and Aaron in the land of Egypt, saying, This month shall be the beginning of your months. It shall be the first month of the year to you. Sabi mga sa katabi mo, there's a new beginning. Amen. In Christ, there's a new beginning. Speak to all congregation of Israel, saying, On the tenth of this month, every man shall take for himself a lamb. Bawat isa will take a lamb. What is a lamb now? A lamb is a sacrifice. Yan po ay hayop, literal na hayop. Bawat isa sabi niya, on this night, every one of you will get a lamb. Tupa. Okay? Lamb. According to the house of his father, a lamb for a household. Next verse. And if the household is too small for the lamb. So there's a condition now. Sabi niya, bawat sa inyo kukuha ng lamb. Pero kapag ang lamb ay masyadong malaki sa household, meaning, hindi niyo kayang ubusin. 
And you, I love that because I really believe that the Lamb is always greater than our needs. Jesus is our Lamb. Jesus is always greater than our needs. Amen? If you remember the story, kung saan nagbira kay lang ating Panginoon, out of five loaves and two fishes, limang tinapay, dalawang isda. He feeds more than 10 to 15,000 people. Pero hindi yun ang catch. Eh. Ang catch is, after nilang makakain, sabi ng Bible, huminto ang supply nung nabusog na sila. Anong point ko rito, mga kapatid? Ano yung point dito is this? <laughs> Hihinto ang blessing kapag huminto ka ng humingi. Hanggat kaya mo, kaya ng Diyos. Hanggat kaya ng pananampalataya mo, kaya ng Diyos. It doesn't really matter what the doctor says. Doctor, I'm sorry if you're a doctor, with all due respect, it's not about what the doctor says. Doctor is not the final say. God is the final say. Amen? And God will always have the final say. Amen? Amen. The Lamb is always greater than our needs. Ano sabi niya? Kung, kung maliit masyadong household kesa sa Lamb, sabi niya, ishare nyo. Take it according to the number of person, according to each man's need, you shall make your count for the Lamb. Verse 5, last one. Your Lamb shall be without what? Blemish. Ang Lamb na kukunin nyo, kailangan walang blemish. A male of firstborn, first year, you may take it from the sheep and from the goats. Kailangan yung lamb na kukuha ninyo, walang blemish. Sa literalya, sa practical, kailangan walang sugat, walang pilay, wala siyang kahit anong kapintasan. In short, dapat ang lamb perfect. Amen. And thank God, kasi ang sabi ng John 1.29, sabi ni, ni John, Behold, the Lamb of God, Jesus, who takes away the sin of the world. Ibig sabihin, ang Lamb natin is Jesus Christ Himself. And as far as I am concerned, Jesus is perfect. There's no imperfection in our Lamb. Amen. There is no imperfection in our Lamb. No weakness. Amen. Isasay na nga ako sa ating Panginoon, He is tough, but He's not loose. Kaya niya maging mahigpit at maging maluwag at the same time. Amen? What a God we have. Without blemish. Kailangan wala siyang kapintasan. And how many of you believe, mga kapatid, thank God, dahil ang lamb natin ngayon ay si Jesus, and as long as our lamb is perfect, I don't want to say this, but you need to hear this, you are perfect in God's eyes. As long as the lamb is perfect. Hallelujah. Ano, babasahin na, tatanong tayo sa verse 11, but before that, I want to... Uh, tell you, ano yung nangyari between verse 6 to verse 10? Kasi ang sabi doon, yung lamb na napili nila, kailangan nilang dalin sa bahay at tignan nila at siyasati nila at itest nila for five days. Making sure na wala talaga siyang blemish. Ano ba, upo ba mga kapatid, that Jesus Christ, five days before He was crucified, five days, when He goes to Jerusalem, five days before He was crucified, the Pharisees and the teachers of the law is testing Him. Just like this lamb, testing for blemishes. Just like our lamb, Jesus Christ, testing for blemish at wala sila nakitang kahit ano. Because our lamb is a perfect lamb. Amen? Amen? Amen. Praise the Lord. Verse 11. And thus, you shall eat it. Kakainin ninyo. Actually, sabi ng Bible, huwag niyong kakainin na raw. Huwag niyong kakainin hilaw. Buti nilang walang Japanese doon. Kasi ang sabi ng Bible, when you cook the lamb, don't eat it raw. Kailangan sunog. Ano ko bakit? That is a symbol of the judgment, the fire judgment of God on Jesus Christ at the cross. Shhh! Toasted. Because of your sin and my sin. 
And yet, at the end of that judgment, he cried out, Finished. Amen. He remained. Ibig sabihin, our sacrifice is greater than the judgment. Amen. You shall eat it. Look at that word. You naka-italize. With a belt. Kapag kumain kayo, you shall eat it with a belt on your waist, with sandals on your feet. Look at this. And stuff in your hand. Make sure na kapag kinain nyo siya, may belt kayo. Make sure na kapag kinain nyo siya, may sandals kayo. At make sure may tungkod kayo. What? Sino kumakain dito na may tungkod? Sino kumakain dito ma- may may sandals pa? Tayo nga, di ba? Minsan nakapaanan lang tayo sa bahay natin. Pero sila, parang may sinasabi sa kanila ang Panginoon. Kasi sabi niya, kapag kinain nyo ito, siguraduhin nyo may belt kayo, may sandals kayo, at may tungkod kayo. Ibig sabihin, gusto ng Diyos, kapag kumain sila nito, ready na sila sa pag-alis. It is a prophetic gesture that this night lang, ngayon ding gabing ito, makakalaya kayo out of slavery. No, this is a prophetic uh, declaration for all of us, mga kapatid. Hindi pa man umuulan, minsan, hindi pa man umuulan, minsan kailangan may payong na tayo if we really have faith. Amen. If we really have faith na uulan, wala pa mang ulan, <laughs> meron na tayong payong. Amen? That's how faith goes. You don't see it yet, but you believe it will happen. How many believe, mga kapatid, that nothing is impossible with our God. Yes. Praise the Lord. Sabi niya, you shall eat it in haste. Magmadali kayo. It is the Lord's, ready? Pass over. Amen? Next verse, verse 12. <clears throat> For I will pass through the land of Egypt on that night, and I will struck the firstborn in the land of Egypt, both men and beasts. And against all the gods of Egypt, I will execute judgment. I am the Lord. Next verse, verse 13. Now, the blood shall be a sign. Pwede mo sabihin sa katabi mo, blood is a sign. The blood shall be a sign. All together, one, two, three, go. For, for you and the houses where you are. When I see the blood, look at that. When I see the blood, hmm, sabi ng Bible, the blood will be your sign. Kung ano man yung dugo nito, sabi niya, ipahit mo sa pinto ninyo. Ang sabi ng Bible, uh, para sa kapakanan ng lahat, especially hindi alam yung background story, ang mga Israelites po is slave for 400 years. To be exact, 430 years. Pero pinangakuan sila ng Panginoon na iaahon sila overnight. Amen. And then, pinagmamatigas ng paraon, ang, puso, ang pinapagmatigas ng Panginoon ang puso ng paraon, Kaya dumating ang point na nagbigay ang Diyos ng iba't ibang salot. Salot ng lisa, salot ng, ng, uh, ng palaka, yung, yung Nile naging red. Gumawa ang Diyos ng iba't ibang paraan para lang mapalaya ang mga, Isra- ang mga Israelites. Nakasyam na salot na, ayaw pa rin, asyam, asyam na salot na, ayaw pa rin pumayag ng paraon hanggang dumating sila sa pangsampo. Ano yung pangsampong salot? Lahat ng pangana, panganay mamamatay. Sino mga panganay dito? Kasama na ako doon. Salamat na lang walang ganyan ngayon. Kasi lahat daw ng panganay mamamatay. Pero, tignan nyo ang kabutihan ng Panginoon. Pero lahat ng mga panganay na nasa loob ng bahay na may dugo sa pinto, exempted. Tignan nyo to. Ang sabi, the blood shall be your sign. Next sentence. When I see the blood, I will pass over you. Ibig sabihin, kapag nakita ng angel of death yung, yung blood sa pinto mo, I will pass over. Sa Tagalog, lalagpasan kita. Nakita niyo sinabi mga kapatid, sabi doon, when I see the blood. Hindi sinabing when I see who's inside. Hindi sinabing when I see your your family name. Hindi sinabing when I see your title. Hindi sinabing when I see na ang taong nasa loob ay may katungkulan. Regardless kung sinong nasa loob, as long as may blood sa pinto, are saved. 
Amen. God is not a selective God. Amen. Hindi siya namimili kung sino ang gusto niyang mahalin at sinong gusto niyang pagalingin at sinong gusto niyang paramdaman ng kanyang kapangyarihan. As long as we have that sign of the blood and we believe in the blood of Jesus Christ, come on, I will pass over you. Amen. Amen. I will pass over you. And you know what happened? Kinaumagahan, dumani, uh, kinagabihan, yung gabi na yun, dumalang angel of death, at lahat ng lalaki, panganay man o hindi, Egyptian man o Israelites, may Italiano pa nga, na nasa loob ng pinto, basta may blood, lahat ligtas. Amen. Kaya nung lumabas sila ng Egypt, hindi lang sila lahat Israelites, may mga Egyptians din, naniniwala sa blood ng ating Panginoon. Look at this. God can love everybody. Amen. Sabi mo sa katabi mo, kaya ka mahalin ng Panginoon. Hallelujah. Amen. Now, how is this important in our lives? Kasi sabi niya, with the blood, blood is a sign. Ano yung mga kapatid, tulad ng binanggit ko kanila, let's read it now, Hebrews 9. Sabi doon, in fact, the law requires that nearly everything, halos lahat ng law, sabi niya, you need to be cleansed with blood and without the shedding of the blood, there's no forgiveness. Kapag walang dugong tumigis, walang kapatawaran. Kaya nga salamat sa Panginoon, yung dugo niya tumigis. Kasi kung hindi, walang kapatawaran ng ating kasalanan. There's no forgiveness because that's the law. When there's no shedding, no forgiveness. No shedding, no forgiveness. Amen? No shedding, no forgiveness. Kaya nga po ang marriage, hindi marriage contract. Marriage covenant. Kasi ang kontrata, pag na-violate mo, pwede mong isettle sa money or lawyer. Pero ang covenant, dugo. Amen? That's why when you're married to a person, it's not just papers. It's a covenant. There's blood in it. Amen? Amen. Do you understand? Now, God is a holy God. He cannot tolerate sin. We are sinners. Now, the question is this. Paano ang isang makasalanan makakalapit sa isang banal na Diyos? Paano ang isang makasalanan makakalapit sa isang Diyos that cannot tolerate sin? You know what? Sabi ko nga sa inyo kanina, kapag hindi natin kayang lumapit, Diyos ang lumapit eh. Pag hindi natin kayang bumaba, Diyos ang bumababa eh. Because He is a loving God. Amen? To the point na nung ang mga Israelites ay nakala, naka, naka, sorry, nakalabas na sa Egypt. They've been traveling for 50 days already. 5-0. Amen? And then pagdating nila sa foot ng Mount Sinai, sabi nila sa Exodus 19, Whatever you command us to do, Lord, we will follow. And then God gave them the Ten Commandments. And when God gave them the Ten Commandments, uh, suddenly, kung mapapansin nyo, basahin nyo sa Bible nyo, nagbago bigla ang tono ng Diyos. Kasi ang unang-unang statement niya, walang ni isang tatapak sa bundok na ito because this mountain is a holy mountain. All of a sudden, yung gracious, loving, merciful God ay naging God who is parang na-separate sa atin. But you know what? Alam ng Diyos na hindi natin kayang makalapit sa Kanya because we are imperfect. Kaya Diyos ang gumawa ng paraan para makalapit tayo sa Kanya. Anong solusyon ng Lord? Tabernacle. Eh, say tabernacle. It's like, it's like this, parang itong temple din natin. Pero we're gonna study it kasi alam nyo, even the tabernacle speaks about our Lord Jesus Christ. Alam nyo, may mga totoong tabernacle, yes, but all of them are just shadows and symbols of the, of, the, of the great tabernacle who is to come, which is our Lord Jesus Christ. Amen? Exodus 35 verse 1. Sabi nung, Then the Lord spoke to Moses saying, Speak to the children of Israel that they bring me an offering. Say offering. From everyone, ilan daw? Everyone. From everyone who gives it willingly. 
Sabi ng Lord sa kanila, okay, meron tayong gagawin, gagawa tayo ng tabernacle. Kuhanan mo ang lahat ng mga Israelites ng kanilang offering, pero ang kukuhanan mo lang kung sino ang willing. Amen? Ang just natin, mga kapatid, He doesn't force you to love Him. Ang just natin will never force you to serve Him. God will never force you to give to the church. You should do it willingly. Kaya kapag tayo nagbibigay ng Tyson offering, sabi ng Bible, not out of compulsion, but willing, willingly. When we serve the Lord, it should be what? Willing, willingly. Amen? Because, ang just natin will never force us. That's not love if you force somebody to do it for you. Amen? So sabi niya, you get the offering only for those who are willing. Amen? Amen. Ano, uh, for example, si, si Elijah, after niya magapi ang 450 prophets, tumatakbo na siya ngayon for his life because nagkaroon siya, nakatanggap siya ng death threat kay Jezebel. Eh, we studied at last week kay Pastor Rolly, di ba? Eh, nasabi doon sa, binanggit din ni Pastor Rolly na, umiiyak siya sa Panginoon kasi gusto niya nang mamatay. At sabi niya, I felt, alo, piling ko, pinabayaan na ako ng Diyos, feeling ko, wala na. Kanina-kanina lang, hero siya, Pero all of a sudden, ngayon nag-aanap siya ng Diyos, nagagupi sa kanya, feeling niya, napabayaan na siya. Ano sabi ng Bible, at, at that since, nagsalita ang Diyos sa kanya, sabi niya, from now on, you will appoint Elisha. Bigla siyang pinalitan. Now, we don't, we don't have the right to judge Elisha, of course. He has done a lot of miracles. And he's a great man of God. However, nung moment na nag-start siya mag-complain against his work, pinalitan siya agad ng ating Panginoon. Because God wants a willing person. Sa Acts chapter 1, sabi ni Peter, labing isa na lang tayong alagad. Kailangan natin labing dalawa. Magbuto, magbun, palabunot lang tayo kung sinong papalit kay Judas. In fact, sabi ng Bible, ang right translation to the office of Judas. Kasi may, may ginagapan ng trabaho si Judas. If you're not willing, God will replace somebody. He will never allow His church suffer because somebody is not willing to give to the Lord. Amen? Sabi mo sa katabi mo, willing ka ba? Amen? Willing ba? Now, next. Next verse. Ang sabi doon, This is the offering which you shall take from them. Ito yung mga offering na kukuha ninyo, ha? Listen. Sabi niya, gold, silver, bronze. Slave sila, di ba? Saan na? Saan sila kukuha ng gold ngayon? Kasi sabi ng Lord, kumuha kayo ng gold. Alam niyo kung saan ang galing gold nila? Sa Egyptians. Before they leave, kumuha sila ng gold as back pay. 400 years ka ba namang inalipin? Di kasi winelduhan, eh. Kukuha ng back pay. Kinuha nila lahat ng gold, silver, and bronze. Kaya may gold sila. Ara sabi, get an offering. Kuhanan mo sila ng kanya-kanyang gold, silver, and bronze. Next, verse verse 4. Blue, verse 4. Blue, purple, and scarlet. Even the colors in the Bible is, has divine significance. Ano po ang blue? Ano po ba the three colors? Itong tatlong kulay nito is a dominant color sa tabernacle. Kapag tinignan mo ang tabernacle, ang namamayaning kulay, blue, purple, scarlet. Ang blue po is blue. Alam naman natin. That signifies heaven. The scarlet, parang red yan. Bloody red. Scarlet signifies man. Amen? Tingnan nyo ang order. Blue, purple, scarlet. Kasi kapag ang blue, heaven, at ang scarlet, red, ang blue tsaka red, pag nagtagpo, purple. Kapag ang heaven at ang man, Jesus, 100% God, 100% man. Amen? He came to earth. Amen? For all of us. Amen? Purple. Next verse. <clears throat> Ram skin dyed red, badger skins, and acacia wood, all for the light, spices for the anointing oil, and sweet incense. Next verse. 
onyx stone, stones to be set on the ephod. Now, he's talking about yung dress ng high priest. And let them make a sanctuary. Gumawa ngayon yung sanctuary for what reason? That I may dwell among them. Now, first and foremost, gusto ko lang sabihin na hindi sila pinapagawa ng tabernacle. Show them the tabernacle. Tabernacle. Ito yung pinapagawa sa kanila. Hindi sila pinapagawa ng tabernacle kasi walang bahay ang Diyos. Ang laki-laki ng langit. Kanya yon. He doesn't need a house. Anong main purpose niya? That I may dwell with them. Ang tabernacle ay ginawa. Hindi para i-isolate ng Diyos ang sarili niya. Ginawa ang tabernacle kasi gusto niyang lumapit sa atin. He wants to dwell among us. At akala natin dahil sa tabernacle, nagtatago ang Diyos doon kasi gusto niyang i-isolate ang sarili niya. Dahil siya ay Holy God. Yes, He is a Holy God. But, tabernacle is instituted because He wants to dwell with you. Hindi natin kayang umakyat kaya Diyos ang bumaba para sa atin. Amen? Tignan niyo dito mga kapatid, ang, ang tabernacle is always, ang entrance niya itong nasa left natin, is always facing the east. So itong part na to is always east side. Yung sa entrance. Always east. Because sa east, the sun shines in the east. I believe this is not an accident because the sun, S-O-N. Amen. The sun shines. Amen. Mga four o'clock. And then, pagpasok nila sa tabernacle, ang first furniture na nakita nila is yung kita nyo yung kulay brown. That is called the bronze altar of offering. Bronze altar. <clears throat> now, kaya siya bronze because it signifies humankind. Diyan ho lahat ng sacrifices inaalay. Kasi ang isang taong nagkakasala, kailangan niya ng... Kasi without the shedding of the blood, there's no... Come on? Forgiveness of sin. So, kailangan every time magkakasala ka, may magsished ng blood on your behalf. Okay? So, dyan sa tabernacle, dyan sa bronze altar na yan, nilalagay nila yung kanilang mga hayop na walang blemish, sinusunog yan, at kapag nasunog yan, paglabas mo ng tabernacle, kung pumasok kang makasalanan, lalabas kang righteous. Okay, for the sake of, uh, na hindi pa nakakita nito, I want to demonstrate it, Daniel. Request mo to kanina, sabi mo, ako tawagin mo, ako tawagin mo, sabi mo kanina sa akin. Eh. Daniel. And, uh, 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 Lazo, uh, Sally. Sally. Okay. Ito yung bronze altar. Ano ito? Bronze altar. Ito yung brown na nakikita nyo doon. Ito yung kung saan binabato yung mga offering. Let's say for example, si Daniel ang nagkasala. Siya ang offerer. Nag-aalay. At ang hayop... <laughs> Sorry ka, hayop ka, pre. <laughs> At ang hayop natin na lamb, siya ang offering. Ganyan ba? Nakatayo ba ang hayop? Okay, good, good. Ang gagawin ng isang taong nagkakasala, kung ikaw, kapatid, nabuhay ka nung panahon nila, ganito ang gagawin mo. Magdadala ka ng hayop, papunta sa altar, papunta sa bronze altar, dadalin mo yan. At kung mapapansin nyo, mga kapatid, hindi ako nakatingin kay Daniel. Nakatingin ako kay Sanli. Kasi, ba't ko pa siya titignan? Alam ko naman kung bakit siya nandito. Nagkasala siya, wala siyang ibang agenda rito, kundi pumunta kasi makasalanan siya. So it doesn't really, I don't really care kung, naka, kung titingin pa ako sa kanya kasi alam ko makasalanan siya. Ang concern ko, yung sacrifice niya. Ayun mga kapatid, let me say this to you. Jesus is our lamb. Jesus is your sacrifice. God doesn't look at you. He looks at your lamb. And as long as your lamb is without blemish, you are without blemish in His eyes. May lumalaya dito. Now, Pagpunta niya rito sa bronze altar, before siyang ihulog sa apoy at maging ulam, ang gagawin ng priest, sisiyasatin siya. 
Ako ang presisya sa atin ko siya kung may blemish siya. Titignan ko kung may, may kulugo, may tigyawat, o may pilay. Amen? At pag nakita kong okay, ibig sabihin walang blemish yung lamb. Ang gagawin ng offerer, ipapatong niya yung dalawang kamay niya sa ulo na ng offering. Now, ito, practical natin nakikita, pero alam niyo ba sa, sa spiritual side, ito ang nangyayari. Lahat ng karumihan ng offerer na pupunta sa offering at lahat ng kalinisan ng offering na pupunta sa offerer. Ang tawag dito, divine exchange. Amen. Amen. Who is your lamb now? Jesus. Si Jesus ba may blemish? Si Jesus ba imperfect? Therefore, His righteousness ay pumupunta sa iyo at yung sinless, sinless mo napunta kay Kristo dun sa krus ng Kalbaryo. Sabi natin, Pastor, paano nangyaring naging matuwid ang isang tao? Wala naman siyang ginawang matuwid. Simple lang ang sagot yan. Paano naging kasalanan si Jesus? Wala naman siyang ginawang kasalanan. Amen? Amen? Ang sabi ng uh, 2 Corinthians 5.21, I guess, He who knew no sin becomes sin for us. He became sin for us. Wala siyang kaalam-alam sa kasalanan, pero naging kasalanan para siya. Naging kasalanan siya para sa atin. Therefore, tayo na walang kaalam-alam sa righteousness ay naging righteous kasi inimpute. Hindi mo ginawa, inimpute. Binigay sa'yo as a gift by our God. Amen? And then, after that, nilagay niya, nagkaroon ng divine exchange, bibigyan ko siya ng kutsilyo kasi without the shedding of the blood, there's no forgiveness of sin. Tatagayin niya yan sa leeg, mamamatay, namatay na. Namatay. And then, pagkamatay niyan, ilalagay yan sa bronze altar, maiihaw yan, uusok yan, at gagawin ng offerer, lalabas siya sa temple na perfect at masaya. Kasi yung offering niya ay tinanggap ng Panginoon. Amen? Amen. Amen. That's why, yan, napakasimple, di ba? Pero kung isipin niyo mga kapatid, valid lang yung ginawa niya hanggang sa susunod niya uling kasalanan. Valid lang yan until next sin. Pagka nagkasala siya, uulitin niya na naman yon. Pag nagkasala, uulitin na lang na yon. Pero salamat sa blood na meron tayo. Sabi ng John 21, Behold, sabi ni John, Behold the Lamb of God, Jesus! Ang ibig sabihin ng behold. Ang ibig sabihin ng behold, mga kapatid, ano man ang ginagawa mo, hinto mo, bigay mo sa akin ng attention mo. Behold! The Lamb of God who takes away the sin of the world. Hindi niya lang basta tinakpan. He take it away. Amen. How many understand that, mga kapatid? Kung sila, every time magkakasala, tatakpan lang, tatakpan lang, tatakpan lang. Ang Diyos natin, ang lamb natin, hindi niya lang kinover. He take it away. At kung mapapasin yung mga kapatid, every time I quote this verse, I always quote this like this. Behold the Lamb of God who takes away the sins with this. Kasi ang kasalanan galing sa joke, joke. <laughs> because I believe, akala ko ang pinapatawad ng Lord ay sins. I check it in every translation, it is singular. Kasi lahat ng sins natin galing sa isang sin. The mother sin. Hindi lang Lord pinatawad ang ating mga sins. He take away the sin. Amen. Yung unang kasalanan na ating first parent, He take it away at the cross. Amen. Palapakan natin ng Panginoon. <clears throat> he take it away. He take it away. Next, tingnan mo yung balik mo, balik mo dun sa ano. Pagpasok mo ngayon, uh, makikita nyo yung parang ano na yan, parang uh, kwarto na yan. Now, pupunta tayo dyan, pupunta tayo sa kwarto na yan, pupunta tayo sa kwarto na yan. Sa kwarto na yan, it is divided into two parts pa. Okay, two parts. Ang tawag doon sa unang part is holy place. Okay? Ang pumapasok lang dyan, kung sa labas, qualified lahat, dyan sa loob, ang pwede lang priest. 
Lahat ng Levites sa kanilang panahon, yung Levites lang ang pwede. Okay? In fact, alam nyo, nung in-institute ang mga Levite, nagrebelde pa ang buong Israel kasi sabi nila, bakit Levite? Gusto namin kami din. Kaya sabi ni Moses, sige, para malaman natin kung sino talaga ang totoong tinawag ng Diyos, kumuha kayo ng mga sanga ninyo, yung rad. Lagyan nyo ng pangalan, ilalagay natin sa loob, kung sino kinaumagahan ng may tutubong flower, yun ang tinawag. Alam nyo kung kanina may tumubo? Kay Aaron. Amen? Kaya yun sa kanya, ibot. Kaya yun sa kanya, sa loob ng Ark of the Covenant, may, may tubo, may, may fruit. Because only God can resurrect the dead and become fruitful. Only God can do that. So dito sa holy place, ang nasa loob niyan is yung three furnitures. Sa left, is yung manora, candlesticks, seven candles yan. Uh, malitong, mali, actually, malitong image na to kasi ang sabi ng Bible, yung seven candles, isa sa gitna, yung tatlo sa right, nakapoint sa gitna, at yung tatlo sa gitna, yung tatlo sa gilid din, nakapoint sa gitna. Ibig sabihin, lahat ng anim, nakapoint sa isa lang, na isa, yung nasa gitna ng candle. Jesus, our light. Amen? Kasi tayo dapat lahat ng part ng buhay natin, whether it's a relationship, whether it's a career, pag-aaral, dapat nakapoint lagi yan kay Jesus. Ang sentro dapat ng lahat ng bagay si Jesus. Amen? Yung kanan is table of showbread, 12 breads representing 12 tribes of Jacob, and then altar of incense. And then yung curtain niyan ay nagsiseparate dun sa isa pang kwarto. Ano yung Jesus Christ died on the cross, sabi niya, finish! Tetelestai! Sa Greek. Ibig sabihin ng tetelestai, ang mga Greek, kapag sinabi nila, parang ganito, pag yung anak mo nakatapos ng pag-aaral, sisigaw sila, tetelestai! Ibig sabihin, finish. Parang nakahinga ng maluwag. Huh! Tetelestai! Finish. Jesus cried out at the cross. Of course, hindi Greek. Hindi naman Greek si Jesus. Hebrew. Kula! Ibig sabihin nun, finish! Pagkasigaw niya ng finish, sabi ng Bible, yung kurtina na yan ay nahate mula taas hanggang baba. Hindi mula baba hanggang taas. Kasi mula taas hanggang baba, gusto lang paunawa sa atin ng Lord na Diyos ang pumunit para lahat tayo makapasok. Freely. Kaya tayo ngayon nakakapagsimba tayo freely. Nakakapagtaas tayo freely. Nakakakanta tayo freely. Kasi yung veil na yan, tore. You tore the veil. You made a way. Hindi tayo gumawa ng way. God made a way. So that all of us can come to that holy place. Kasi ang nakakapasok lang doon noon, si Aaron, the high priest. Amen? But now, every sons of God can come to the altar of the Ark of the Covenant, the last furniture and the only furniture and the most important furniture in the tabernacle is the Ark of the Covenant. Let me show you the Ark of the Covenant. Ito po yung Ark of the Covenant. It's like a chest. Para siyang baol. Wood, acacia wood covered with pure gold. <clears throat> we'll explain that later kung bakit ganyan. And then may hawakan siya for transportation purposes, also covered with pure gold. And then yung pinakatakip, remember that, yung pinakatakip na yan, Lead is called the mercy seat. Yung pinakatakip, that is the mercy seat. Okay, clear? Makikita nyo sa, sa, hindi lang natin makita kasi medyo shady, pero yung ibabaw ng mercy seat, may dalawang angel dyan na nakatakip parang magkaharap. Okay, yung gitna na yun, yung pinaka-cover na yan, ang tawag dyan, mercy seat. Can you say that? Mercy seat. Akala ko dati yung bata ko, yung mercy seat, upuan eh. No, a mercy seat is the cover of the Ark of the Covenant. Amen? Mercy seat. Ang sabi ng Bible, this is where God dwells. Every time may kipag-usap ang Diyos, bababa siya sa pamagitan ng ulap, bababa sa Ark of the Covenant, sa mercy seat. Okay? Clear. Is that clear? Sa mercy seat, dyan pinapatak ng high priest ang dugo. Amen? At kapag napatakan ng dugo, lahat sila is forgiven for the next one year. 
Kasi may blood. Without the shedding of the blood, there's no forgiveness of sins. Sa loob ng Ark of the Covenant, may isa pang, yung loob ng Ark of the Covenant na yan, chest yan, meron yang nakalagay na tatlong objects. Number one, is yung golden pot of mana. Diyan nakalagay yung mana. And then, the Aaron's body, yun yung sinasabi kong kaya may tubo siya. Because of that. And then, yung Ten Commandments. Okay. Yung Ten Commandments, are you following so far? Yung Ten Commandments, alam ko malalim sa iba to. Pero alam ko kaya niya to eh. Right? Yung Ten Commandments signifies yung paglabag natin sa standard ng Diyos. Yung Golden Pot of Mana signifies yung ating hindi pagtitiwala sa provision ng Lord. At yung rad na yan ay sumisimbolo ng ating pagre-rebelde sa authority. Saan siya lahat nakalagay? Sa loob ng Ark of the Covenant. Kung saan hindi kita. Kasi every time na nandun yan sa loob at tinatakpan ng mercy seat. Sino mas mataas? Mercy seat o yung Ten Commandments? Sino mas mataas? Mercy seat o yung ating pagsuway? It's always the mercy seat. Amen? In the eyes of God from heaven, He only sees the blood in the mercy seat. Amen? Amen? That's why our Lord God is not looking at us. He is looking at your sacrifice, Jesus Christ. Then, ito ang specs ng Ark of the Covenant, Exodus 25:10. And they shall make an ark of acacia wood. Now, yung acacia, sa atin kasi mayro tayong mga furniture na acacia, acacia. Yung parang mga crib, di ba mga acacia yan? Sabi ng asawa ko yung crib, mga acacia yan. Now, yung acacia kasi, yan lang ang available sa desert nung time nila. Kaya wala silang choice kundi yan ang pinagawa sa kanilang Panginoon. But I want you to focus on that. Sabi ka sabi, abe, acacia wood. Ano ang wood? Say wood. Sa Tagalog, kahoy. Ang kahoy signifies in the Bible always speaks of humanity. Pagiging tao. Is that clear? Bear that in mind. Ano sabi niyan? Yan yung mga sukat, two and a half cubits. Next verse. And then you shall overlay it with pure gold. Nakita nyo kanina, di ba? Kahoy siya, tapos binaluta ng pure gold. Sa Bible, pag sinabing gold, righteousness. Pero kapag pure gold, iba yon, Divinity. Deity. Pagiging Diyos. Ano this the ark, is G, the ark of the Covenant is Jesus Himself. It signifies the presence of Jesus because Jesus is 100% wood and 100% gold. Meaning 100% man and 100% God. Amen? That's Him. Jesus. 100% man, hindi siya 50-50. 50% man, 50% God. No, Jesus is 100% man and 100% God. Is that clear? And then next verse, inside you shall overlay it, make a molding of gold around it. Next verse, you shall cast pourings. Ito po yung hawakan. Next verse, you shall make poles of acacia wood, overlay them with gold. You shall put the poles into the rings on the side, yung kaninang ring na dalawa, for transportation, that the ark may be carried by them. Next verse, the poles shall be in the rings of the ark. They shall not be taken from it. And you shall put into it the ark of testimony. That's the Ten Commandments. Ang tawag kasi dyan noon is ark of the testimony. Because dyan nakalagay yung testimony, yung Ten Commandments. Which I will give you. Last verse. You shall make a mercy seat pure gold. Mapamansin nyo mga kapatid, ang mercy seat walang wood. Pure gold lang. Because this is where God dwells. In the mercy seat. Amen? The pure gold. Sa pure gold, always panalo. Amen? Sa pure gold, two and a half cubits shall be its length and a cubit and half it will say mercy seat. Say that again, mercy seat. Now, for, for the benefit of everyone, bakano kahalaga, Pastor Stephen, itong mercy seat? 
Paano ako makaka-relate sa buhay ko pag sinabi nitong mercy seat? Kasi sa mercy seat, doon pinapatak ang dugo, right? So as long as may dugo doon, the entire Israel, whole nation, is blessed, the whole nation is forgiven. In our time, we don't have high priest anymore. But our high priest is Jesus. As long as there's blood of Jesus in there, all of us, the sons of God, are righteous in His eyes. Sabi ng Leviticus verse 16, He shall take some of the blood of the bull. Pagka-atonement day na, ang high priest, magkakatay sila ng offering, dadali nila sa Holy of Holies, sa pinaka-dulo sa Ark of the Covenant. Sabi doon, and sprinkle with its, with his finger. So gagawin niya, isprinkle niya lang ng finger. Hindi niya iwawas-iwas yung offering. Kukuha lang siya ng sample ng dugo, isprinkle niya dun sa mercy seat on his side. And before the mercy seat, ibig sabihin, lahat ng sides, merong blood. And with his finger, seven times. Next verse. Then he shall kill the goat and sin offering, which is for the people. Bring his blood inside the veil. Do that with that blood. And as he did with the blood of the bull, sprinkle it on the mercy seat and... And... Before, ibig sabihin, ang pag-sprinkle ng blood, hindi pala isang beses lang. Una, i-sprinkle muna daw before the mercy seat. How many times? Nasabi kanina sa binasa natin, seven times. Ibig sabihin, kung ito ang mercy seat, yan yung chest, ang gagawin ng high priest, mag-sprinkle muna siya rito, how many times? Seven. Seven in the Bible speaks of perfection. Just want to remind, God wants to remind every one of us, if Jesus, if you believe in Jesus Christ, amen, we can stand before God our, we have a perfect standing before the Lord. Seven times to remind you, you have a perfect standing in the Ark of the Covenant. Kaya ngayon mga kapatid, when you raise your hand, when you sing your songs, when you worship the Lord in your own house, you come to the Lord by the blood. Not by the performance. If this a performance mo, hindi sa ginagawa mo, kundi by the blood of Jesus Christ. Because you have perfect standing in the eyes of God. And then finally, some mercy seat yung pangwalo. That makes them 7 plus 1, 8. 8 is a number of redemption. Amen? God is good. Masaya ako kahit di kayo masaya. Amen? Di kayo masaya sa nangyayari dito. Ako masaya. Amen? Because my, 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 yung blood na binigay sa akin ng Panginoon is so precious. Hindi siya blood ng anumang animal, kundi blood mismo ng ating Panginoong Jesus. Woo! Next verse, Exodus 25. And then you shall make the two cherubim of gold. We're now going to the mercy seat now. Do sa pinakatakip, you shall make two cherubim. Ang cherubim is plural. Ang singular, cherub. Tayo kasi pag sinabing cherub, ang naaalala natin si Mr. Pupido. Cute-cute na angel, no? It, it is really a real angel. Ano sabi ng Bible, maglalagay ka ng two cherubim on each side. Magkaharap. Uh, Andrew, mukhang angel to cute eh. <laughs> okay, kunwari, itong tinutungtungan namin ng mercy seat, yung dalawang cherubim overshadow the mercy seat. Clear? Ano sabi doon, you shall make them with two ends of the mercy seat, magkabilaan sa kalibang dulo. Next verse. Verse 19. Make one cherub on one end and one cherub on the other hand. You shall make the cherub at the two ends of it, one piece with the mercy seat. Last verse. And the cherubim shall stretch out their wings above, covering the mercy seat with their wings, and they shall face one another, 
the faces of the cherubim shall be toward the mercy seat. Ang face nila nasa mercy seat. Hindi sa isa't isa. Sa mercy seat. Kasi they always waiting for the blood. They always look at the blood. Not the offerer, but the blood of the offering. Amen? That's how powerful pull the blood of Jesus. Now, yung word na cherubim, yung angel cherubim, kailan siya unang na-mention sa Bible? Naalala nyo na nagkasala si Eva at Adan, pinalaya sila sa Garden of Eden, pinabantayan ng Garden of Eden ng cherubim. Amen? Genesis 3.24, ito yan. Ano sabi? So God drove out the man, he placed cherubim on the east of the garden, flaming sword with turn every way to guard the way to the tree of life. Ibig sabihin, nagbabantay yung cherubim. Every time. Because ang cherubim, ang angel, ay guardians ng holiness. Binabantayan nila that the holiness of God will not be compromised. Agree? And I believe with the blood of Christ, justice has been served. Amen? Sabi ng Bible, Romans 3.24, babasahin natin mamaya, being justified freely. 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 Ano hindi porke free, cheap. Amen? May concert ang Coldplay. 22,000 VIP. Now, supposing, bumili ko ng ticket, isa, binigay ko sa'yo. Baka mahalikan mo ako, sobrang saya mo, di ba? Binigay ko sa'yo ng free, wala kang babayaran. Hindi, oh, hindi porke free mong nakuha, eh free kong nakuha. Binigay ko sa yung free, pero hindi ko nakuha ang free. It cost me a lot of money. Clear? You know what? When we come to Jesus, His salvation and His forgiveness is yes free, but not cheap. Because it takes the blood of Christ, sacrifice on our behalf. Sa pamamag, imbis na tayo, Diyos ang nasacrifice. Imbis na dugo natin, dugo ni Kristo ang nasacrifice. Yes, we get it for free. Yes, we get it as a gift, but it's not cheap. Because the blood of Christ is precious. Amen? Amen? It's the blood of Christ that cleanses us. It's your blood that cleanses me. It's your blood that gives me life. It's your blood that took my place in redeeming sacrifice. The blood take your place in redeeming sacrifice. Amen. What a God we have. Amen. Amen. What a blood. How many of you are grateful for the blood of Jesus? Amen. And finally, ang sabi ng Bible, when Jesus was hung on the cross, He cried out, finish. Nilibing siya. Right? Ano ho ba? Ang tomb, ang libingan sa mga hip Jewish, pwede mong paulit-ulitin. Meaning, halimbawa, si Kuya Glenn nilibing doon, pagtapos na siya, pwede ako naman yung susunod na ililibing doon. Pwede mo siyang, uh, parang sa ating apartment, nire-renta. Okay? Pero alam niyo po ba yung tomb na pinaglagyan kay Jesus, virgin, walang ibang gumagamit. In fact, yun ay kay Arimathea. Binigay lang sa kanya. Because Arimathea, habang si Jesus ay nabuhay dito, naniwala siya kay Jesus. So yung kanyang tomb para sa family niya, binigay niya kay Jesus. Amen? Kaya nga from the virgin womb to the virgin tomb. Amen? 
Pakita natin talaga, there's no really an accident in the Bible. Amen? Everything is is uh, divinely orchestrated. Pero ang good thing dito is, sabi ng Bible, after three days, Jesus rose again from the dead. Sabi ng Bible, si Mary, pumasok siya, at nakita niya, wala na yung body ni Christ. Pero may nakita siyang ano? Dalawang angel. Two angels. John 20. Let's follow the story. John 20. So, she saw two angels, white sitting. Kapit kayo, ha? One on the head, one on the feet. Something's familiar. May dalawang angel, one on the feet, one on the head. That's what? That's the ark. I really believe, nakita ni Mary ang tunay na ark. Amen? Ang tunay na mercy seat, which is Jesus Himself. That's God. Amen? Amen? That's Jesus. Amen? Reminding all of you, mga kapatid, na as long as there's blood in the mercy seat, God cannot punish you. And yeah, there's a movie called Double Jeopardy. Uh, if I remember correctly, napagbintangan yung babae na pinatay niya yung asawa niya. Nakulong siya ng ilang taon. And then, paglaya niya, na-discover niya, hindi papatay pala yung asawa niya. Kasi napagbintangan lang siya, hindi totoo. Then, nung nakita niya, yung asawa niya, di ko alam kung, di ko alam maalala kung anong nangyari, pero pinatay niya yung asawa niya nung nakalaya na siya. Ngayon, kinasuhan siya, hindi siya makasuhan. Kasi napagbayaran niya na yung kasalanan bago niya pa ginawa. Kasi kapag siya kinulong, ang tawag doon double jeopardy. You cannot punish the same sin twice. Again, you cannot punish the same sin twice. And if, let me remind you this, kung si Jesus na-punish sa kasalanan mo, God cannot punish you with the same sin anymore. Because that will be a double jeopardy. Amen? Jesus bore it all, 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 all at the cross. Sabi niya, My God, My God, why have you forsaken me? Bakit ang isang Diyos tatawag ng My God? Diyos siya. Hindi siya tatawag ng My God. Bakit siya tatawag? Diyos siya. That means, mga kapatid, na when He was hung on the cross, lahat ng sin, ng sickness, ng, ng shame, ng guilt, ng fear, lahat pumunta sa katawan ni Jesus. And he became sin. Kaya hindi niya mat- kaya he became a sinner. That's why he called my God. And then after he bore everything, sabi niya, he cried out, Finished! And then sabi ng Bible, the next statement of Jesus, Father, into your hands, I commit my spirit. Nakatawag na uli siyang Father. Because the judgment is done. Amen? Finished! 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 Sabi mo sa katami mo, if is finish 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 next Romans 3.23 I will end with this for all have sinned and fall short of the glory of God bad news lahat tayo makasalanan at lahat tayo pumandak sa glory ng ating Panginoon kinapos at sabi ng 24 but we are justified freely by His grace through the redemption that is in Christ Jesus. Verse 25. Whom God set forth as a propitiation. Big word, propitiation. Ano po ba ang salitang propitiation in Greek? Helasterion. Ibig sabihin, mercy seat. Kaporeth in Hebrew. Mercy seat. Ibig sabihin, kung babasahin natin siya as mercy seat, whom God sent forth as a mercy seat. Yung justification natin, dumaan sa mercy seat. Amen? Yung ating kapatawaran, 
Luma- Kaya huwag niyo isipin na, lumambot ba ang Diyos? Na hindi niya na ako mapap... Lumambot ba ang Diyos? No. May nagsuffer na dapat tayo ang magsuffer. May nagshed na blood na dapat tayo ang magshed. Because He, Jesus, is our mercy seat. Sabi nun, to demonstrate His righteousness because in His forbearance, because of His mercy. Forbearance, mercy. God has passed over the sins that was previously committed. Hindi lang Lord, hindi lang ng Lord inayos ang ating kasalanan. Pati yung conscience natin sa kasalanan, inayos na ating Panginoon. So every time you come to church, sabi mo, Lord, I mean, papansin nyo to, every time I pray, I will say, Lord, by the blood of Jesus, I come to you. Because kung ako lang at sa ako lang, based sa merit ko, based sa accomplishment, hindi ako pwedeng lumapit sa Kanya. Pero based sa blood na meron ako, pwede ako lumapit sa ating Panginoon. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Amen. Last verses, last two verses. Are you still there? And I sabi doon, the blood of goats and bulls and the ashes of heifer sprinkled on those who are ceremonially unclean. Sanctify them. In short, sinasabi niya, ang blood ng bulls and goats, lahat ng mga unclean na papalinis. Wow. Pero tingnan niyo yung next verse. How much more? How much more will the blood of Christ? Kung ang blood ng bulls and goats na papalinis sila, how much more will the blood of Christ? How much more? Thank God I have the blood of Jesus in me. It's not the blood of bulls and goats. It's the blood of Jesus. Amen. Blood of Jesus. Ano yung kapatid? Wala pa tayo sa point kung saan yung blood ni Christ can heal sickness. Wala pa tayo doon. Ang pinag-usapan lang natin, the blood of Christ who can forgive our sins. And yet, this is so powerful. I believe. Amen? That Jesus took care of your sins at the cross. And He cried, Finished. 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 Hallelujah. Give Him praise, mga kapatid. Tayo tayo lahat. Hallelujah! Thank you again for listening. To hear more messages like this one, make sure to subscribe or follow our podcast channel for past episodes. If you want to support this ministry financially, you can do so by sending us an email at gsmnb at gmail.com. Thank you and God bless.